Amber and Amanda here. We'd like to introduce you to the newest podcast, Article 15, produced by Veterans Drinking Vodka Production and hosted by our good friend, Ryan Brazel. Article 15 is attempting to bring both awareness and an end to 22 veterans committing suicide every day. Ryan speaks with everyday veterans with everyday issues for veterans acclimated back into civilian life. New episodes are released every Friday. Check it out and don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Amber, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, lemonade, truly. One of your old standbys. I know. I still haven't gone to the liquor store. <laughs> it sounds delicious though. Like I have never been on the truly train, so I feel like I need to try those out one of these days. Well, we need to get you saddled up to go. Absolutely. I like the lemonade ones better than the other ones. Yeah. So good to know. I do what I can. <laughs> what are you drinking, Amanda? I'm actually drinking some Chardonnay from one of my favorite wineries in New Mexico. Oh, you fancy drinking the Chardonnay. I'm fancy tonight. Hey, make sure you drink it with your pinky up, okay? I'm going to go Air Force style. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's the um, Noisy Water Winery in Cloudcroft, New Mexico, and they make some great wines. Shout out to the winery. Also, this is all that's left of the bottle, so there's that. You better do it slow, because there's not very much in there. It's okay. I got it back up. You right. should have just right out of the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but then I wouldn't get to use my fancy glass. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Veterans Drinking Vodka. We believe that every veteran has a story to tell, and we are here to tell them. We have found that being a service member is easy, but being a veteran can be hard. In this episode, we are talking to Kyle Early. Kyle served in the United States Army from 2008 in the infantry. How are you doing today, Kyle? And what are Hi. you drinking? Very good. Well, I, I'm one of my companies I own is a CBD infused coffee company, so we drink a lot of coffee around my house. <laughs> Barrage coffee. I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah, coffee is good, and even better if it helps you. Right. I like it. Coffee is the way to go. All right, Kyle, can you tell us a little bit about where you're from and how your story got started? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm from Oklahoma, born and raised. My story... Um, yeah, I want my, my military service, and then when I got out, or... No, no, we're not. We just kind of want to know a little bit about, like, how you grew up, and then, like, why you chose to go down the path of the military. Yeah, so I, I mean, I grew up just a country boy, and I've always loved my country, and had a good childhood, and my grandpa was a Korean War veteran, and I always thought that was just, I loved his stories and I just loved how everybody looked at him as a hero in our family. So that's why I joined. I love my country and I love uh, I love fighting for it. So Why did you go infantry? That was just my, really my <laughs> personality. I, I went in and I actually went into the Marines recruiting office and said, hey, I want to I want to sign up. I want to go. And Operation Iraqi Freedom was going on at the time and went in there to the Marines and because, just because they were literally the first in the whole row of recruiters you know it goes like marines air force national or army you know and and so i went in there and the marines were the first one and and they're like yeah we'll do it and i ended up just 
I was like 20 years old and I just got a cross tattooed on the back of my neck like two weeks before that. And they said, well, you, no, you can't, uh, you can't be the Marine. So I said, well, whatever. So I walked down to the, I passed, I passed the air force, obviously. Then I walked down to the army and said, Hey, I want to join. And, um, I knew the fighters were infantry. And, and so I said, I want to sign up and, um, I want to be infantry. And they said, well, hold on, we can give you a $60,000 sign on bonus. And you just got to go to, I think it's called is Patriot MOS. And I was like, man, I don't, I really don't care about that 60,000. I want to be infantry. That's what I want to do. And, and so like an idiot, I, I went in infantry and got no sign on bonus, no rank going in. My recruiter made sure he just got me on everything, but I just was hell bent. I knew that infantry is what I want to do. I wanted to fight and I wanted, that was my personality and, and who I am. Right on. So we just learned about this. Were you 11 Bravo? I was an 11 Bravo. Yes. Oh, we retained it. Yes. Yes. We're trying to, we didn't realize that the army had like different numbers for their jobs because the Navy doesn't have that. We've got a learning curve for that scenario, but we have learned about the 11 Bravo being infantry. So that one worked out. I went, I actually went in as an 11 X-ray and they don't tell you this. So there's 11 Bravo and 11 Charlie and an 11 Charlie is a mortarman. It's an infantryman, but uh, they do mortar stuff. And we thought when we were in basic training, we thought like that was not infantry. And we was all scared that we was going to get picked to be a Charlie, but I ended up, which Charlie would have been cool too, but I ended up being just a Bravo. So I'm still happy about that. As long as I was infantry, I didn't care. Well, there you go. 11 Bravo for the win. So what were your duty stations and did you have a favorite one? Um, I only had one duty station. That was uh, Fort Bliss, Texas, right, right when I went in and stuff that was. Here's to Texas. I guess so, if you want to say that. <laughs> he doesn't want to because he's from Oklahoma, but... I know, I know. Wait, Amber, do you got a good Oklahoma joke for us? Do do I? I don't know. I'm asking. Isn't there one, like... I don't remember it. I know there's some good ones out there. Well, at being a, a Texan now, because I've been here for five and a half years, I have learned and I firmly believe that anything above the Red River is the north. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a northerner today. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, wait, why hasn't Texas fallen into the Gulf? Why? Because Oklahoma sucks. That's a good one. That's a good good one. I'll take that. I'll take that. I wish I was a Longhorns fan so I could sell you to hook them, but, you know. Oh, I am a Longhorn fan, so hook them. So you can come, huh? Are you you OSU or are you OU? Man, I'm I'm not a sports guy, to be honest with you. Oh, good. Well, then that joke doesn't really work either. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, my wife, my wife gets mad at me because she, she likes uh, football and she'll be watching football and I'll say, baby, did, did they make a basket yet? And she just rolls her eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's amazing. So why was that your favorite duty station? It was his only duty station. It was my only one. I definitely did not have a choice in that, but the, the benefits I think of having, cause it was in El Paso, Texas. So it was very desert right on Juarez. <laughs> I don't even think it's considered Texas. It's yeah, we don't really I, own it. We I love it. We'll own Houston before we own El Paso. Yeah, Texas is beautiful, but like when you get over that side, like basically by where Arizona's at, <laughs> it's uh, you know, it, it's a different, it's a different environment. But luckily, it, it got me ready. That that horrible climate and desert and sand, it got us ready for uh, the desert. Uh, so, so I deployed from Fort Bliss, Texas, and then I ended up going back there after my deployment, and then I e- ETSed out of there and grabbed my DD-214 and ran. <laughs> you were like, that's enough. 
we would like to give a huge thanks to Rafa 180. Rafa 180 offers pure medicinal CBD and products made locally. They walk alongside individuals to achieve a healthy lifestyle with options needed by each person. You can learn more about them on Facebook at Rafa CBD, their website www.rafa180.com or email at rafacbd at gmail.com. They truly believe your journey matters. All right, so while you were over there, did you have a great active duty or deployment story that you can tell us tonight? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I have a lot of good stories, but I'll keep it lighthearted and just tell a, uh, a, an easy People story. People always want to do that. People always no, no. We are not politically correct. Like, if you've got a story, like, tell us a story. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you a couple, okay. One story is, is we got in theater and, and I served, we were outside the wire three weeks out of the month. And then for one week, we got to go back to refit on the FOB. So those three weeks out, we, we had a cop, a combat outpost house that we took over and fortified and, and had engineers build up and stuff. So we, and we were probably in theater for a month. And, you know, we, I, I had a very uh, high speed squad and we were definitely fighters so we we got out there and we're really just we didn't really have a lot anybody on our bumpers really so we're, we're pretty much out there thinking we're special forces you know we weren't shaving we had our sleeves rolled up unbloused we our name tags uh my whole squad were, we we did the whole reservoir dog thing i was mr blonde my squad leader was mr pink you know we didn't even have our names on our stuff we were just completely out of regs and all of a sudden we got a call on the radio and i remember to this day they're like hey this is a aloha 25 we're uh coming in with a vip with a bird and this you can hear the helicopter coming now and and it was a it was a it was like a, a two-star general coming to look at our cop and we were not ready for that we were out there acting like we were special forces and we were not so uh, so they landed and i mean my whole chain of command got absolutely reamed out uh it was a bad deal for everybody so that's that's one of the one of my really uh funny stories was it worth it yeah of course it was worth it we <laughs> felt so cool it's all we, we always say it's like 10 percent skill and 90 percent looking good and and so it's <laughs> oh the simple minds of infantry <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise Cheers you to the infantry yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah, so y'all yeah, want another story or? Yeah, let's another one. Um, this one's probably, <laughs> um, I'll give you one. So we, we went and, and uh, we cleared a village. We got more, we got a Katusha rocket shot into our compound. And so we we went and, and raided the village that was closest to us. We know that Katusha come from, from that village. And uh, so we went and hit it hard and, of course, you know, in Iraq, all my boys were all working out. We're drinking our protein shakes and everything. Well, we, we cleared this little village and we ended up getting, uh, which was actually, I think, one of the top two financial seers in Missoula at that time in 2009. And we captured him. And so we bagged him up and threw him in the back of an MRAP. And we thought it was over with and done. And we start going. Well, I thought it was over. So I'm in the back and I'm pretty much celebrating. And so I got my ACH off and I'm acting like I was high speed or something and so i start drinking a huge monster protein shake i'm talking like this thing was like it was huge way more than i needed and protein dehydrates you too or something that's what they say i felt it so i think we're done well and i thought we we're heading back to our cop they're like hey we're five minutes out well i didn't know but the guy that we ca captured 
he basically ratted on his brother. And so we were actually hitting the town over where his brother lived. And I, I don't know this, and I'm drinking this shake. I'm almost done with it by that time. So I'm already bloated in the back of this MRAP. I'm done for the day. And uh, so they're like five minutes out. And I'm like, what? And I'm putting my ACH back. We're getting ready to dismount and go. And we pull up and guess somebody was running. They seen him run. So my, we park and my squad leader was in the passenger seat. He says, dismount early. Go with the, go with the C, it's XRC. I can't remember. So I jump out and I follow him and he's running off into a house and his squad's trying to catch up with him. And it ends up turning into a, probably a three hour long sweep of this whole village to get this guy. And we're running through houses and I'm throwing up at this point. We did, I didn't have my camel back with me. Totally unprepared for this for, and especially for acting like I was special forces months <laughs> before that. Um, but so I'm, I'm throwing up protein shapes all over people's houses um, in their houses. My buddies are, <laughs> my battles were opening refrigerators up and pulling out people's waters and giving me waters. And that was actually Operation uh, Golden Lion. It's probably one of the most memorable, memorable missions that I had. Man, we got to jump from roof to roof, clear down, really got to do our job and what we trained so hard to do. And, and the greatest thing about that experience is I felt that love. You always spill it over there, especially with your brothers. But I felt that love of, it was so deep and so passionate. And I, you know, we were jumping from rooftop to rooftop, clearing down, downstairs, clearing the houses. And I was dragging in my boys had my back and they were stealing water out of refrigerators for me and motivating me to go. And we were, we were rocking. And I just, you know, it's that, that's that love that we yearn for and we fight for what I fight for so hard on the home front and that camaraderie again, but I felt it that day and I felt it every day with, them, but it was a very powerful day that day and we did end up catching that guy he was in a uh, mosque at the end of the village and found a bunch of weapons and I got to throw an incinerary grenade on him and burn them all up and it was it was a very memorable mission that I'll and actually I this was actually the bayonet I took that day off that mission that's awesome like it sucks that you finally got to do what you trained to do though. And you were all like bloated and miserable from protein shakes. It was. Yeah. And that was really, we did, we, we did a lot. I mean, we did a, a lot of combat operations that year. That was the, really the first hardcore one we did. And uh, I was not prepared for it by any means, <laughs> but I learned my, I always learned my lessons the hard way. So from then on, I was so ready and we absolutely dominated when we did do it. Oh, that's good. That's good started carrying your camel back with you, whether you needed it or not. Yeah, yeah. I'm back there, kicked back with my, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. So eventually, though, you do have to get out, and you do yep. have to leave that life that you know behind. How was your transition from military to civilian or veteran life? Man, I tell you what, it was, when I got out, it was not a year by the time I got out and I ended up being a tri-poly drug addict, I was homeless and I had a suicide attempt by that time. Very, very fast. I, I lost that camaraderie. I lost that brotherhood, that purpose, that drive. And I really, man, I, I went down fast and I was dealing with mental health and I wasn't addressing it. I was very afraid of it. And so obviously I numbed that with narcotics as well. And I went down fast and I, I lost that. I lost, I lost all my purpose and drive. And, 
And like I said, I was dealing with mental health and it took a lot of people to say, hey, man, you're really something's wrong. Like I was getting, you know, I, I had a suicide attempts and then I also checked myself in several times because I knew what was going to happen. I knew, knew where I was going or someone checked me in because they seen what I was doing. But I, you know, I, I really feel like our past make us the men we are, the women we are, all of our stories. And so I knew that I had to. I'm a fighter. I'm a soldier. I'm a warrior. And I knew that I had to fight to get my life back. And so I dug deep into natural medicine um, for me, for me. Um, and, and so I worked with the nutraceutical specialist. Um, it's been compounding for 30 years. And I, I worked on, a, which is now my clarity and focus uh, formulation for PTSD. Um, it has 19 ingredients in there. I use plants and er herbs and amino acids and CBD. That's been in generations of natural medicine that's helped people. And, and when I, and I got it and it helped me, I knew that I had to get it out. I knew that other people had to experience this and understand that there's other ways and, and you can, you can get it with natural medicine. And, and so I formed active duty RX. I'm the CEO and founder of that company. And I, I started that in 2018 to give an option other than pharmaceuticals for veterans. And it's, done really well and, and then I really found out real quick that PTSD and mental health does not discriminate and not just combat veterans get it you know I had man I had mothers and fathers that were giving my products to their children for sexual trauma that got quality of life back domestic abuse survivors and first responders oh man and, and it was so powerful so powerful and then so with that, and it did, it did phenomenal out of the gate. I did nationwide sales out of the gate and I still do to this day, helping people all over the country. And, and that's an amazing feeling. But that same year, I wanted to do more. So I formed Battle on the Home Front. It was my veteran outreach program that I own today. But I brought in veterans and started teaching them how to grow their own medicine. And at that time, it was hemp and cannabis. And so we, uh, we started doing that and it's expanded more to now where I can take veterans to events and build that camaraderie, that brotherhood and, and have them find purpose. And, and then that's even morphed into something even more beautiful, which, you know, the Oklahoma Republican Party, Chairman McLean here, he, he lets me film at the headquarters, the Oklahoma Party uh, Republican headquarters. And, and I get to give veterans a voice in Oklahoma and, and have a podcast there. And I bring in nonprofit, veteran-based nonprofits. I bring in um, just veterans in general. And, and I, with the nonprofits, I highlight what they're doing and, and give a platform for veterans to be able to tune in weekly and to know all the resources they have. And, and again, I bring in veterans and talk about their struggles their struggles with navigating life out of the military and dealing with addiction and mental health. And I try to break those stigmas that, and I advocate strongly about veteran entrepreneurship. Uh, and I mentor and I coach and advise veterans on being the CEO of their own company, not, not just with affiliate programs. And I, and I offer all that with all of my companies I own for them to make money with that. But I also offer them to white label my, for instance, Barrage Coffee, my coffee company. I advise and I help and, and set them up to have their own brand, their own, whatever they want to name it, brand it. They are the CEOs of their own company and I mentor and coach them into being the CEOs of their own company. Barrage is a new company that I just launched recently. So yeah, so I think that's, <laughs> it's hard to get all my stuff out. I got so much stuff going on right now. I got to like- Oh yeah, it. yeah. It's it's a lot. So other than your entrepreneurship, 
Did I say that word right? No, that's not that's not a word. That's not a word. Entrepreneurial. You took two words and put them put them together. When you are a veteran drinking vodka, any word is a real word. <laughs> or drinking Chardonnay with your finger out. Yeah, fingers up. Air Force style. So other than these really cool things that you have going on in your business life, how is your personal life now? I mean, I still have struggles. I still deal with, with things and I'm stressed out all the time because I, I have a big burden on my back and it's to not only advocate for the 22 veterans a day that commit suicide, but also the 30 veterans a day that die from pharmaceutical abuse. So I do have a big burden on my back. I actually just found out two days ago that one of my brothers I served with in Iraq and Missoula, he killed himself. So I live with, with those things to try to try to help my brothers and, and try to fight from here on the home front. But I'm living life and, and I, I love my life and, and I love what I do. And I'm very passionate about everything I do. And, and I feel like I have a big mission here on the home front. And I'm grateful for that camaraderie, camaraderie again that I have now with being able to take veterans out and teaching them therapy programs and stuff like that. So I'm grateful. And I'm grateful for the military for instilling all the things that instilled in me, the, the leadership, the, the do or die attitude, the, the motivation, the working well under pressure. Um, all them things are important things and and i'm grateful for it and, and i do love my life awesome i'm so glad to hear that because i know that you've had a really big struggle to get where you are now if you had any advice for either service members that were getting ready to become veterans or those that are trying to find their way on the veteran path now what would that be for the ones getting out um and this is also what i do with battle on the home front i help with va uh, benefits for people getting out if you are getting out make sure you have everything documented keep every record of everything it doesn't matter if you've got a sprained toe uh, make sure you keep your records on that and that's really important for when you're getting out and 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 for the veterans that are getting out and and for the ones the vet the, the people that are getting out and also the veterans but try to find that brotherhood that camaraderie there's so many veteran-based nonprofits out there that need help that need your your fellowship and your and that connection that we used to have because it's very easy to get lost and go down very dark roads when we're not accountable. We don't have that that connection anymore and that purpose and that drive. Also, if you are struggling with mental health, there's no shame in it. I I for years, you know, I, I felt like if I I felt like if I said yes, I, I do got CPTSD, I, I do have this, I felt like the enemy won. And I felt like I was defeated. Um, and you don't have to feel like that. I advocate strongly about breaking that stigma of mental health. Stuff happens and it's understandable and we have to address it. And, and please reach out because I don't want to see no more brothers die. I don't want to see no more sisters die. Please. I, I fight for y'all so hard and I have so much love and, and I have so much love to give y'all. Please. I, I got so much opportunity. So please. Um, and just that's it. <laughs> that's it, man. That's awesome. So if our veterans or anyone listening to this podcast would like to contact you, where can they reach you at? You can find me on Facebook. At, this is a whole bunch. So get ready, everybody. Okay, All right. I might, I might need you to email me a list of these so I can put them in the show notes if you have that many. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you can find me on Facebook and, and you can always message me on there. I'll 
always return your call, give you my personal cell phone number, but that's Kyle Early 33 on Facebook. TikTok, it's the official Kyle Early. And if you want to find me on those platforms, and if you want to check out Active Duty Rx, it's activedutyrx.com and barragecoffee.com. And also all my Veteran Lives Matter apparel is on battleonthehomefront.com and all the proceeds go back to my veteran outreach program. So I think that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that wasn't too bad. I narrowed it down. I I didn't want to, that was all I wanted to throw out there. All right. All right. So you can find Kyle at several places and he's got a lot of resources for everyone. So if, if you would like to contact him, please don't hesitate to, he's ready to chat and he's ready to give any assistance that he can. Amber, do you want to talk a little bit about the charity that we've chosen to represent this episode? Sure. So uh, we're we're still supporting Silva Hollow Project. That will always be one of our big focuses because of their advocacy for mental health awareness in 22 a day. But for the next six months, we will be donating to the Fallen Outdoors TFO. We recently had... Hey, those are good. I just had I just had them on my show. Oh yeah, a month. They're they're good dudes. Yeah, we yeah, actually we, talk, what was we just name? interviewed a Amy. young lady named Amy, Amy, who is a veteran who is part of the the group up in Washington. Washington. Yeah. And she was fantastic. Yeah. But she, I immediately I got on and I was like, Amanda, this is who we're supporting for the next six months. Yes. So, so for the next six months until. Actually, we'll save seven months. We'll, it's January we'll, to... Yeah, until June. January to June. Through June, we'll be yep. supporting this charity. Yeah, so we're also going to be supporting the Fallen Outdoors, which will... They can be found at thefallenoutdoors.com, but they take veterans out on hunting and fishing trips. And you, one of the biggest things that I like about them is you don't have to be a combat veteran. You don't have to have something wrong with you based on the outside and what other people are going to think and see. You can go to them because you're a veteran. And that's all. I mean, they're there for veterans. That's and not just. Yeah. You don't all over the country, too. Um, but yeah, that is our who we are supporting for the next six months, Fallen Outdoors. So that'll be a portion of our merchandise sales will go to them. Yes, and we we do have merchandise. It's available uh, through Bonfire, and there will be a link posted in our show notes. We've got some really cool shirts there. I just added some new ones today, so check it out. Plus, we have our koozies. Yeah, we do have koozies and stickers as well. So if you're interested in one of those, contact us directly. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Veterans Drinking Vodka, or you can email us at veteransdrinkingvodka at gmail.com. So if you we would have like, such a short, we have such a short list. I know. <laughs> We're on all the things as Veterans Drinking Vodka. Please reach out if you'd like to tell your story and be a guest on our podcast. You can send us an email at veteransdrinkingvodka at gmail. Or direct message us on any of the social media platforms. If you like our podcast, subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Amazon, or wherever you choose to listen to your podcasts. Also, leave us a review and let us know what you think. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent. Your constructive criticism means a lot to us. And your feedback also helps our, oh, I always say this word wrong, algorithm? There you go. 
yeah, the algorithm to allow more people to find our podcast and more veterans to hear what we're saying. You can also join us every Sunday for Veterans After Hours via Zoom. We start at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're hanging out, telling stories, sharing resources, and meeting new friends. And it's a shit show that I love every day. It's so much fun. We do have to put the disclaimer out there that it is an unscripted live Zoom networking event. And when you put, it is open to everyone, veteran, active duty, civilian, it doesn't matter. But if you're ever interested in what a bunch of veterans do, when we get together and hang out, you're welcome to join us. We do just have to put the disclaimer out there once again that it is unscripted and live. So we are not responsible for what happens during that event. Oh man, it's so much fun though. It, it is so much fun. It is. What's What's a lot cooler though than my dogs? I have a pet skunk. Yeah. That is so cool. Come on, pictures of that. Her name's Stinker Bell. <laughs> I need to hold on. Let me finish this. I have questions now. <laughs> but as always, and the reason why Amanda and I are doing this is to bring about mental health awareness, and like Kyle mentioned earlier. The fact that 22 veterans killing themselves every day is 22 too many. One is too many. And you are never alone. Veterans Drinking Podcast. Cheers. Cheers.